You have no control over anything, anything at all that happens around you. Zero control. But you have 100% control of how you experience it. Welcome to the Power Hour, the weekly podcast that will motivate you to pursue your passion and to achieve success. I'm Adrienne Herbert, international speaker, fitness coach, Adidas global ambassador and entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be talking to today's leading coaches, creatives, change makers and innovators to find out their daily habits, morning routines and rules to live by. The Power Hour is all about taking just one hour each day to help you improve your life and unlock your full potential. Whether you want to build a business, write a book, run a marathon, or maybe you're just looking for a spark of inspiration, the Power Hour is going to help you get there faster. Welcome back to the Power Hour podcast. My guest today is one of the UK's most influential female entrepreneurs. She was born in London and at the age of 13, she became the first ever black British woman to become rhythmic gymnastics champion. She also won triple bronze at the Commonwealth Games. She later became a professional dancer and choreographer, and she has worked with some of the most iconic music artists in the entire world. From choreographing for Kanye West's Gold Digger performance at the Brits, to creating fashion shows for brands such as Nike and Christian Louboutin, and working with 300 dancers for the London 2012 Olympic Games. She is the founder of three London-based agencies, AMCK Dance, which represents some of the best in the business, AMCK Models, a male-only modeling agency that has secured exclusive campaigns for international brands such as Prada, Burberry, GQ, and Vogue, and most recently, AMCK Fit, an agency that supplies personal training programs and backstage performance preparation for artists such as Kesha and Stormzy. She's a mother of two, she can still do the splits, and she parties with David Beckham. I am so happy to introduce you to this wonderful woman that I admire so much. Welcome to the show, Aisha McKenzie. <laughs> Hi, Adrienne. I mean, wow. <laughs> what, what can I intro. say? What an intro, what can I say? Gosh, I don't know where to start, Aisha, because today I want to talk to you about so many things. Being an entrepreneur, about motherhood, about networking, everything. So I want to kick it off by taking it back, taking it back to the start. Uh, I guess, why did you want to start your own agency, AMCK, and how did you get it started? Um, right, so AMCK just was one of those things that happened overnight pretty much um my husband paolo woke up one day and said okay we're gonna have an agency and it's gonna be called amck and everybody asked me why is it called amck and they never quite put together but it's just a for aisha and mck for muck kenzie that's yeah. it so he said it's going to be called amck so that then we're going to be at the top of the roller deck so to speak back in the day when we started it you know you had these indexes and she wanted to be at the top as the first company, the best company, and, um, and we started from there. Um, we were both dancers, although I never met him as a dancer, he had already moved into production. Um, and I was a dancer in London and, and was choreographing and wanted to have an agency that had all the values of everything that I wanted to have um, as, a, as a company that was looking after people. 
And um, so, yeah, we just wanted to be like the most fabulous, bougie agency that there was um, out there for dance. And this is kind of bad for me, to be honest, because I remember auditioning for AMCK back in the day and I joined the agency and then one of the first jobs that I did with you was a fashion show and I still remember the rehearsals with you and Fatima Robinson Mm -hmm. and I was only 19 and honestly at that time joining your agency was such a confidence boost for me so I just I guess wanted to take a moment to acknowledge you and just to thank you for giving me that opportunity. Oh absolutely you know but it's amazing that you you have those memories and it's amazing that um, I've been able to help other people create those memories and, you know, start on that path of really going, yeah, you know what, I can do this because really that's what it is, you know, having an agency, both both agencies, the model agency and the dance agency, it's about giving a space for people to acknowledge themselves and then go out and do it. I can't, I can't go and get anybody the job, you know, they have to do that themselves. And so if I can have a space where they feel, okay, I'm, I can do this, I can go out there. There's this team of people that believe in me, I think then, you know, then we're doing our job. Mm, yeah, and I was I, when I left college, when I left dance school, everybody wanted to audition for MCK, <laughs> you know. And I also, at the time, I had a part-time job working at Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. And half of the people there, half of the guys there, were actually male models on your agency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it was just like everybody. I remember when the audition came around, everybody was prepping, everybody was, you know, you're nervous because everyone wanted to join MCK. Like, I'm sure it's still the same now, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, it is. And um, you know what we, what we do is we want to not have these massive like one time a year there's an agency audition and everybody just comes and it's like so much pressure so what we do is we have we'll invite people to auditions that we're doing that for specific jobs um if we see people you know um in college or or that are just have piqued our interest have applied to us we'll go and watch people while they're training uh we'll have scouts go down to classes we'll hold our own master classes and so then you're getting people you're getting to see people over a course of a few hours where they're getting some benefit out of it whether they join the agency or they don't and I find that that's like much better way to really be able to see um the potential in people because really that's what it is you know I'm not I don't need to necessarily have something that's already fixed and perfect you know I want young people who we can help on their way mm, that's really that's really great to know and I think I wish I'd known that then because you, <laughs> you know what I mean like going into an audition for anyone yeah. or, I guess it, for any kind of industry as well or, an, or a exactly. job interview or you think you have to show them that you are the finished product but exactly. you actually don't no and also yeah that's that's such a thing and I and it, it is it is relevant to any industry you know that the person that you go in to meet they want you to be it they yeah. want you to win. They want you to be your best self. You know, they, everybody is like totally time starved. Mm. And so actually, you know, you're going in, at your, all your nerves and your adrenaline and everything, thinking, oh my God, oh, am I gonna be able to do this? And freaking out that this person opposite you, whether that be in an interview or in an audition or a panel or whatever, that they are not rooting for you, but know for fact that they really are. And they want you to just, you know, go, oh, amazing, this is the perfect person. My job's done, I found what I need. So that's the, that's really the, the energy that they 
and we are trying to 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 give over you know yeah they're willing in. you to succeed yeah they are yeah that's amazing so as i mentioned at the start you've worked with some incredible people in the music industry in the fashion industry i mean i could have dropped more names like that <laughs> so do you have any like specific standout moments of highlights of your career yeah loads of standout moments um you mentioned kanye and that for me is was a huge turning point um i'd really been working a lot with fashion shows and you know working with brands in that way and so the switch over to the music artist really happened with him and it was you know kind of just segued in his um track gold digger at the time the whole thing was 50s pinup girls and they were like catwalking and that was you know kind of my style mm. that i in, in the way that i moved and what i was choreographing and so putting that together with him and working with him to to create all the live performances was amazing and he wanted and quite rightly so to make every performance that we did different so you know, he was like, it's it's my same fans and they're going to watch. And this was back in the day, you know, there was Top of the Pops and there was CD UK and there was, you know, This Morning TV or whatever it was, you know, and then, you know, and then arriving to the Brit Awards. And so, you know, we had to make little changes that were often from one day to the next, but just to, you know, create a new kind of vibe on the same thing. And that taught me a lot, you know, definitely taught me a lot. And that's that same thing, that massive confidence boost. Of course, then, you know, you're that Kanye's choreographer and you're very much on the map and so you know then the record labels and and everybody else kind of and start to put more trust in you and give you different performances to do um I thought about this really yesterday I I choreographed a performance for Karim Bailey Ray um and it was another Brit Awards performance and um we had, I think, probably around 40 girls and they were all girls of colour and the track was Put Your Record On. And and the whole thing was a kind of street carnival, like Notting Hill vibe. And, you know, there was the whole line about the afro and and you know everyone had their hair out and it was supernatural beautiful styling you know fresh skin and and we moved for around two and a half minutes of the three minute track we moved in slow motion and so why I thought of it yesterday was because I was like yeah that's that's my whole thing at the moment is about slowing down and when I think about that performance, and I got a lot of um, stick, I think, at the time, definitely in the rehearsals. I remember the night before, the director was like, yeah, this is really not working for us. And I, you know, was like, oh, I don't know, but, you know, I, I think that this is, you know, going to be such a beautiful, beautiful performance. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of pressure and, you know, all the big, big wigs. And, and I kind of stood my gun and I was like, no, you know what? I think it's going to be a moment. So let's, you know, and anyway, <laughs> it's the night before and we're not changing it. So let's just go with it. And, um, and that, and now 
looking back, the whole thing about moving slow and watching all of these beautiful black girls just moving really slowly and her delicious lyrics and the whole thing, it really was a moment. And you know, that creating things that that you feel are, mean something in whatever you're doing, mm. you know, I think then when you look back and you have these like, this is your life type moments, I feel like I'm on this is my life. <laughs> um, then they're the things that stick out for you. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. In fact, the director after that, a few years a few years later, we were working on uh, the MTV Awards together and he said to me, Aish, you know what? I've, I've, got, to, I've got to tell you, you were 100% right on that Corinne gig. You were, you were. His name is Hamish Hamilton. He's like the best director in the world. I mean, he does like the Super Bowl and wow. the Oscars and stuff like that. He's incredible. Mm. Um, and you know, for him to say that after a few years later, and was like, yeah, okay, credit where credit's due. Yeah, amazing. that's amazing. And so many things then that you're talking about. I was thinking, you know, especially when you said about the Kanye gig, you know, that giving you a confidence boost. And I think often when you do look at, as you said, like people's success reel and their their cv their highlights you you kind of just assume like wow this person has just you know gone from strength to strength to strength it's been amazing but actually i guess for you in that journey like you said you've had those moments where you're like that gives you kind of you know the confidence to push forward or to open new doors for you or absolutely but and that never stops you know like you know that the road to success is not one straight line mm. you know and actually it's all about it's all about it's all about the doors that close it's all about the challenges that you face and it's all about how you understand yourself in order to be able to move through those things you mm. know that's that's what it is and and in in those gaps is where you then go oh okay it's that because you know it's it, it's there there is some kind of path that is mm. that's you know destined for you and so when that door is closing and you're like ah, uh, you know i mean it's such an old saying but when one door closes the other one opens it's just so relevant mm. you know and don't kind of get stuck behind that closed door sure. that's what it is you know just turn and find the next path mm, yeah i love that and i think it's not always in the the timing that we would like or that we expect you know i'm quite an impatient <coughs> person and that's yeah. something that in the past i wish i could have said to myself you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you think this is the time and if it's not now it's never going to be but actually it, you know there's always another chance always more yes. time yes 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 exactly exactly and that's so you know so it just keeps coming back to my thing like i'm like yes so slow down slow down you know opening a new business now um with fit and that was a whole thing like as well I'm like okay I started that I did the first class a year and a half ago and I kind of was giving myself all of these things that needed to be happening and targets and this and that and I'm like no but actually this and especially this I have to take my own advice that yeah. I'm giving out is about slowing down mm -hmm. and so you know letting everything move organically as I have with the other businesses, you know, mm. and the other businesses are where they are because mm. they've had time. Yeah, you know. So for anyone listening who doesn't know, like, <laughs> can you tell us a bit about AMCK Fit and what what that agency is? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, AMCK Fit is a wellness concierge service. That's how we describe it. We are 
a service that has amazing coaches um, that can deliver yoga, breathing, nutritional advice, you know, everything, you know, we're doing sound healing and, and gong baths and everything that can help you live better. And the reason why it's a concierge service, because at the moment we're primarily working with people in the fashion, entertainment and creative industries, they're the industries that I know, you know, that's my family. So I thought I'd start in there first. And within this community, what I know is that no one has any time. And so the first thing to go is, of course, well, I'm not going to go to the gym. I just don't have that kind of three hours, you know, when you factor in the travel time and everything else. And so people tend to drop that as the first thing. You know, there's events and everything else to be happening. So we are bringing all of that to them. So we're working um, in in any space, basically, backstage, um, in fashion design houses, in publishing houses, um, you know, in trailers, wherever people are, on photo shoots, wherever they are, in edit suites, you know, you just need space to be able to roll out a mat, really, and, and then all the excuses are gone. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's what we started doing, and the response has been really amazing, outstanding. Um, I love having having had chance to work with you, um, and I think that um, you know what I'm trying to do is build a, a global network of amazing people like yourself who um, understand the essence and the and the quality of um, you know authentically fit, which is which is my method and. Um, and can deliver that wherever people are, wherever they are in the world, you know. And another thing with these industries that everybody travels a lot. And so knowing, okay, well, we're on tour and I'm going to I'm gonna hit LA and then I'm going to be in New York or it's fashion week and I'm going to be in Paris and, and being able to have a coach come and meet them wherever they are and that coach already knowing their whole program and their plan and what they do, um, that's that I think is really you know going to be the winning point for to be able to help people yeah for sure I'm sure for so many people it would just be invaluable and as you said we worked together at the MTV EMAs and that was backstage and as you said you only need a small space and people often if they've got a small dressing room and they've got a lot of time you know before they're performing or maybe afterwards mm -hmm. and yeah I think you know having as you said someone there to kind of even just to guide you as well to give you that kind of you know 10 15 minutes whatever it is whether it's warming up physically where you know I'm sure they do like extensive vocal coaching and vocal yeah. warming up but the body like it's all connected we need to be able to and as I said people that travel you know if you're jet lagged if you're feeling you know maybe sleep deprived or even hung exactly. over you know these exactly. are the things but the reality. yeah but they're the realities you know and um and we are all creating stuff you know and I think if if we are in a space where we're creating from a place that's really good, then the work that's gonna come out is gonna be a million times more beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, people have to get on the stage mm -hmm. and give so much. And so it's really good for them to be able to just have some centering themselves, um, whether that's meditation or whether that's breathing, you know, that's, that's what you, you mentioned about Stormzy and we just did some breathing. Um, before the Brit Awards performance that he did last year and you know and he 
recognized that that had just had a little shift to allow him to connect closer to his flow. And that's really what it's about. And it's the same thing. It's not, it isn't specific to to performers or artists. So it's this stuff that everybody can do for themselves whenever. Mm. And, you know, and I think it's just these little these little life hacking tools that, mm. you know, really are, are, you know, are the key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So another tool that I would like to talk to you about today is, I mentioned before, networking. Because, you know, you and I have talked about this before and you're somebody who is incredibly well-connected to so many influential people. Um, you know, I said at the start that you party with David Beckham <laughs> and Edward Enfell, Enfell, which I, you know, editor-in-chief of Vogue. I've seen it on your Instagram, Aisha. <laughs> so what's the secret to high-profile networking? I read yesterday Derek Blasberg had written a, a, um, an interview and he'd mentioned this thing about networking within the fashion industry. And and he had made a point and said that he doesn't even like the word networking because it's kind of a little, it kind of feels like you want something. Mm. And I totally agree. And he mentioned about having friendships and that's the thing that I 100% agree with. You know, you can't, you can't successfully network in little thingies if you're looking for something, you know? There's gotta be an exchange just like with a friendship. And so when you're going in and you're meeting people with the idea of a friendship, you know, the, the basic principles of a friendship then I think that you're going to create relationships that will then that will then be able to be in a place that can be nurtured and last. Mm -hmm. You know, your every person that you encounter is important through your whole journey. And being nice is just a quality that you really should want to aspire to, to be nice to everybody, not just to be nice to the people who you think are going to help you out and get you on the next step of the ladder. Be nice to the person who brings you a glass of water. Be nice to everybody, you know, and then you grow together. So remember that your peers are your networking circle and you're all growing together. So you may be on a junior level and you're all interning or you're all you know, just getting your foot in the door and you're doing one thing and your friend is doing something else and your other friend is doing something else and then the person that you went to school with, they're, you know, working somewhere else. That's your circle and that circle will grow and grow and grow and grow and then the next thing you realise is that she's the editor-in-chief and this one is the, it is the that or the whatever and you've just all grown together. So then all of a sudden, yes, you, you've got a very highly um, influential circle of connected people that you, you know, socialize and work with, but you've all grown together. And, you know, and so again, if everything is based in friendship and and truth and not really like, I'm just trying to get something, so I'm gonna be cute with you and over-friendly, 
which is just all like yeah, fake cringe, yeah. and totally cringe, then, you know, then I think that's that's the secret to it. Yeah, for sure. And do you think, you know, because I guess when you started your agencies, it was before the birth of Instagram um, and maybe Twitter and stuff like that. So do you think that now sometimes people rely too much on social media, on, you know, growing a following, on trying to network online? And as you said, you know, not necessarily utilizing their network of their peers, but thinking, right, I've got to get, you know, you know, to this person through Instagram or do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Look, Instagram, I absolutely love it. You know, it's, it's incredible. It's really is incredible, but you know, there's a danger in it and there's a massive trap that people fall into both with wanting to, um, make themselves appear and spend so much time making the thing that they're not actually just doing the, doing yeah. the thing yeah. you know and that's the danger and then also yeah just trying to create something which is lacking in personal connection and so whilst absolutely I'm happy I've said before for people to you know slide on into the DMs and drop me a little note I will respond in the manner that I find according and I will direct you to, you know, my email if I think that it's something that we can have a discussion about or, you know, to our websites if it's like, can I be a model? Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm absolutely open to, to, to have those discussions with people online, but it, I think that sometimes everyone gets a little bit crazy with it and maybe a bit lazy as well because sometimes it can be that you know thing of like oh let me just you know it's it's quick and easy without having to really kind of I guess you know do any kind of extensive work and like you said preparing an email or yes. research or whatever yeah and that's it and I you know I'm going to respond much better to a to a well-rounded direct email from somebody who I can see has done some work and asked the right questions mm. and has shown like, okay, this is actually somewhere I would like to to have a conversation with, you know? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So something else that I definitely have to talk to you about today, Aisha, is motherhood because mm -hmm. you, oh my goodness. So you are mom goals. You have two <laughs> wonderful, beautiful children. I know that your son just celebrated his 15th birthday yeah. this week. Yeah. So shout out, happy birthday. And also your daughter, Kiki, she's three. Yes, she's indeed. three. So, I mean, I don't know if you've had this, but I've experienced recently people saying to me, you know, it's great to see women who have kids, but they still have, you know, their own career ambitions. They have personal goals because far too often there's this assumption that once you have kids you can no longer want anything else and actually I think it puts some people even off having kids at all because they think it's this you know mutually exclusive thing of motherhood or career mm -hmm. so yeah I guess I want to know how you manage everything and yeah what your advice would be to those um yeah it's balance so the 
the notion that you can have everything isn't quite true. Um, but the notion that you can have an amazing life if you create your own balance in whichever way you want to, whichever way you want to balance that, you know? So yeah, I've, I've done all of this being a mum actually, because my son's 15, you know, and that's really when my, when my, this part of my career started off, you know, I've, I've been working as a self-employed person, you know, as you are when you're, when you're a dancer and, and all of that stuff um, since I was 17. But in this section and being in business, um, I've done that as being a mum. Being a mum, what it does is it makes you efficient, mm -hmm. you know? Like, it makes you understand your time and manage that. And, and so it's giving you, even though you've got more things to do, it's giving you all of this opportunity to really hone your skills in, in how to work smart, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's the goal, working smart in a way that you can get everything done. Now, and then the balance part of it is, you know, just kind of choosing what you, choosing for yourself and really for yourself what's important. So if you want to, be at the bake sale and you don't have that much time or just buy some cakes you know what I mean like don't beat yourself up about it mm -hmm. get the cake mix and you know and show up yeah. you know what I mean it's like putting putting external pressure on on your own self yeah. just you know th that just doesn't help anyone and definitely not definitely not your child um I I am lucky that I have my own business and I can, to an extent, create my own rules. I definitely can create my own schedule. Um, but then there's still always things like, you know, there's still always deadlines and I still have to be here and there, you know, it, whether it's your own thing or not. Um, and so as much as possible, I try and, you know, work-life blend, as we say. Yeah you know, and bring the family along or tag an extra day onto a trip or, you know, all of those kind of things. For me, for me, the secret is taking care of myself. You know, I think that it's, it's a secret that I'm just really getting to grips with now. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually the point. You know, happy mum, is happy everybody else yeah. you know and so if if you neglect yourself that's when it all just becomes all a bit much you know mm. so taking care of myself and then in turn being able to take care of of everyone the kids and home and work and all the hundreds of Hundreds of people, yeah. hundreds of kids that I've got out there, you know, they're, yeah. you know, everyone that, that I work with, I feel a responsibility to, and, and I also want to be there for them. So, you know, it definitely means that I have to, that I have to look after myself. And now I'm taking my advice. <laughs> this yeah. Is, this is definitely the 2019 thing, you know, I started off the year by um just doing some more studies yoga studies and stuff in um in bali and i 
um, determined to keep that energy of um, putting myself at the center and slowing down as definitely my my thing for this year. Yeah, I'm sitting here nodding along <laughs> thinking yeah. I need a bit of this. So as you're talking about then with scheduling and, you know, blend and balance, I'd love to hear if you have a power hour. So I have my power hour very early and I'd love to know, I guess, if you have a cultivated morning routine, what time do you get up in the morning and what's the first hour of your day like? So I get up between 5.30 and 5.45 and I first thing I do is I sit up in bed and I do uh, meditation meditation lasts for 20 minutes and I will then normally grab my phone and start going through it's like it alternates I'm like okay try not to scroll first thing so I'll go and do my emails and answer anybody who's you know you know we're working across the world so you know there's all the time different stuff and kind of crack on with those things then I get into insta and whether I would be doing my morning post um or scrolling I've tried to if I'm on in the morning I try to be a bit proactive with it so it's like okay I'm going to create a post and then I'm going to put that out rather than just sitting there scrolling through everyone else's life before I've even got out of bed yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. it's a bit of a it, it can send you one of two ways so it's like why really take that risk um then I get up so um my husband does the kids in the morning breakfast and stuff like that and I take myself normally into the bathroom um and get my mat out and what happens on the mat is totally time dependent um it's like a whatever thing Mm -hmm. so like a flow it yeah it's but it is it's a flow but it's 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 turning into just a it's really turning into a whatever Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) and i'm getting really um a little bit concerned with myself that I'm getting so carried away. (laughs) This morning I ended up, I don't know, I had some like Bedouin music going on and by the time I got out of the shower, I was like, the towel was getting flung around me and it was like I was doing this whole gypsy situation dance and just like really, you know, getting it. And that. that was great. So, um... Yeah, I'm getting a little bit concerned that my power hour is going to end up just being <laughs> half a day of me just like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling myself. Boom, boom. <laughs> sounds amazing. It sounds but great. that's anyway, so that essence can be literally four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, when when I have time, it can be half an hour. And so in the whole in the whole thing of moving slowly at the moment, I really am moving slowly. So I'll be doing abs that are really, 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 really slow and intense rather than like lots of um, adrenaline pumping stuff. That's mm-hmm. kind of not what I what I do. Um, definitely not in the morning. So yeah, just my really, 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 really main point is to connect with my body and and any kind of embodied movement does just that 
you know. So, of course, it then connects with your breath. Your breath uh, then feeds into your body, feeds into all your cells. You get a moment to just be with yourself and get yourself into a space where then you move out into the world. And I think that when you start your day without that and with that disconnect, you've allowed space for all the other stuff to come in between you and and who you are Mm. and so that question who am I is something that's really important in my morning like who am I like that's you know what am I going out to be and so the idea of being connected with myself being connected and in my body really grounded in my body before before I move out into the world is my power hour Mm, well I love that and I think you know I love the fact that you said that it's just whatever because maybe it's because we you know both dancers but you know when I sometimes do say a stretch or mobility sequence and people will say you know oh what is this you know they want to label something so it's like what if you're gonna if you're gonna teach this for example in a class it's like what people want to know what the class is they go yes is it is it pilates is it yoga is it is it what is it and when you say to people it's movement it's mobility it's you know a bit of strength and stretch it's flow they're just people want to know what is this absolutely and you know coming from gymnastics which is a really specific regimented precise set of of moves and ideas and precision and perfection it's taken me probably until now to unwire that and to be fine with anything and whatever being absolutely a real true thing you know and so so from the beginning of authentically fit until now the whole thing is changing because I started off as a okay well this is a well actually it was always it was always a hybrid because I never quite knew what to put it in so it was a hybrid of yoga and pilates and strength and conditioning and this and that and now it is all of those things and a whole load of just being yourself your body has the ability it's like it's so extremely extremely intelligent and it has the ability to tell you exactly what it needs exactly what it needs and how it needs it and so of course I can guide people through shapes that will benefit them and and you know work different organs and different stretches etc etc however the way that you move is absolutely unique to the way that you are, the way that you're built. And so the whole premise of this now is being able to be in a place where you're letting your body dictate what it needs to do. And and your body will never lie, you know, just in the same way that your breath will never lie to you. It will tell you exactly where you're at and how you're feeling at any given moment. You know, if you think about what your breath is like with your nervous or if you're upset or if you're you know excited or if you're hysterical with laughter you know if you're content and grounded you're the way that you're breathing shows you that it's never gonna it's never gonna be off you know and so that's the thing your body has this incredible intelligence and you know your 
your only goal really is to just let that be authentic with yourself you know and I think that's the that's the first that's the first part and when you when you practice because it takes practice and commitment it really does take practice and commitment when you do that and you do that every day and whether it's three minutes or whether it is and an a full hour that you are getting your body and your breath and your mind in a point where it feels truly like you are you and that's that's it that's your health you yeah know? and that i think is your secret because you know you just described you know the the morning you know feeling yourself having a flow and then being who am i in my body and really being connected because for anybody who's met you i you know they would agree with me that you have you know a presence and you're in the space and you're in the room and the way you you know enter walk hold your head hold your body everything people you know they want to be around you they want to be like you they want your confidence they aspire they look up to you and i think as you just described you know when you go out into the world there's all these different things but actually you're there in you centered like you know who you are you know what you're there to do what you're going to create you know how you want to behave how you want to react and so you're not being do you know what I mean? Like reactive yeah. and influenced by others. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's it, you have no control over anything, anything at all that happens around you. Zero control. But you have 100% control of how you experience it. And so if you're not in yourself and with yourself what you're doing is just allowing all of those things to just hit you in different ways and kind of break you apart, you know, and that's your experience. You know, you can't control what somebody thinks of you. You can't control what somebody says to you. You can't control the situations that arrive, but you can control how you deal and react with all of those things. And that is your power. And that's totally your choice of how you do that but it again it just all comes back to but you have to practice that yeah you have to practice that it's you know it's like it's like reading the a to z and then just being able to like drive a taxi do you know what i mean yeah. it's just not gonna happen it's yeah. just takes time and practice and you know and a little bit of willpower mm. you know yeah so for practicing that then i i ask my guests each week to give the listeners something to try something to do if they have one hour this week that they can dedicate to i guess improving something in their lives or improving themselves you know what could they practice what could they do to get started with that practice three deep breaths right it's absolutely simple you know i i have my um my breathe mist and and so I use that. It's a blend of essential oils that I've created. And I spray a little bit in my hand and I rub my hands together, I lightly cover my nose and mouth in a prayer position, close my eyes and take a deep inhale. And then an easy exhale. And I just do that three times. So two more times, you can do it with me, a deep inhale. And an easy exhale. Last one, deep inhale. Easy exhale. 
Drop your shoulders, drop your hands. Gently open your eyes. And welcome back. That's it. Three deep breaths at any point where you feel the tension in your breath or between your eyes, check in on yourself, just check in in your body. You know that the stress is held in your body. So just check in with yourself and you're like, oh my God, why are my shoulders like in my earlobes, like <laughs> earrings? Okay, I'm gonna just do that three deep breaths. Yeah. You know, and you might be in the middle of a situation, you don't wanna close your eyes, don't close your eyes, but just check in with yourself and check mm. in with your breathing. So that's what I, I offer everybody to do. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Aisha. Oh gosh, I feel calm. I feel centered. <laughs> I feel good. So, for anyone listening who wants to find out more, they want to follow you online. Where can they find you online or in real life? Online, I'm um, Aisha McKenzie, A I C H A, and then McKenzie, and then there's AMCK Dance, AMCK Models, and AMCK Fit, and there are all the things that we do. And in real life, oh, just look out you're, I'm you're, about I mean you're not about you're not about you're jet set I mean getting, that's why I'm so so grateful that you gave us an hour of your time to come in because honestly I've been living vicariously watching you in <laughs> Bali she's in LA she's always in you follow the sun listen um I don't travel half as much as you do actually <laughs> Miss Thing. I just want to say um before we finish up Adrienne you are an absolute true true inspiration and oh god i've got all emotional and to watch you and to understand that you were one of the people that somehow i gave a chance to and that you have grown and blossomed and are smashing life in this way is is remarkable and it's absolutely the thing that makes me want to do what i do so thank you and uh May everything that you wish for come to you. Oh gosh, thank you, Aisha. Honestly, oh, we so... are having a moment. So we've talked a lot about about slowing down today and about time. And I don't know if you know this, but I believe that time is the most valuable thing that we all mm -hmm. have. And I live with a sense of urgency because of it. Mm -hmm. So what is the most valuable thing that time has taught you? The most valuable thing that time has taught me is that you can't rush it. So the whole thing of living with that point of urgency and just trying to make the seconds, in fact, go faster, mm. just doesn't help you. You want, you know, it's that thing and we talk about living in the moment, living in the moment. It's really, really only the only place where you can be mm. at any one time. So you can't rush it. Yeah everything does work out the universe has got you no matter what mm. so that's what that's what time's taught me yeah and i'm gonna think about that that's slowing down because even though i say you know i live with a sense of urgency and i do i believe that i live by that i think it's it's not that i want to rush it it's more that i think that it's often people out. don't they don't have a sense of urgency because they think they're going to have more time tomorrow or or later or next mm -hmm. year and and that of course, there is always more chances than there is, but sometimes you don't know. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to miss, the time's yeah. going to pass anyway. Okay. So if you don't do it, sometimes you're going to go, wow, I could have actually, it, lots of things that I've started in my life when people say to me, I did a podcast interview this week and someone asked me, you know, if you could go back to the start of your career, would you do it all the same? And I said, actually, I would have done it more because I think what I mean by that is 
I, you know, I was tentative. I was, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was kind of like, oh, let me see. Maybe and then as the time passes, you think, you know what? I could have started this a year ago. I could have started this two years. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but if you had of, you don't know what the outcome would have been. Yeah. You start the things when they're supposed to be done and ready yeah, and at that true. time with all the other experiences that happened within that year that arrived you to that point. And mm. then that's the reason why you started it. So just because something is a success doesn't mean, oh yeah, but I could have been doing this from before because you weren't ready to do that from before you know what I mean so yeah don't fall into that trap also it's a thing it's really a thing being somebody who um can achieve a lot you know and so you're putting that on yourself and I think that until you arrive to the point where it stops you like either your health or whatever out you know like that that burnout thing is really real and it looks totally different for everybody so just be mindful that especially when you're going 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 and smashing it and it's all going really well just be mindful that you don't go so hard that then you crash you know so that's why because actually that will inevitably happen it will inevitably happen. We cannot continuously go at this crazy pace. So if you start building in your moments where you slow down along the way of smashing it all, <laughs> then you're much more likely to um, to just live in a way that is, yeah, it's just a bit more mindful. Mm. of yourself wisdom wisdom people (laughs) take it (laughs) thank you so much Aisha for coming in today and thank you everyone for listening as always if you are enjoying the show then please do subscribe you can um, leave us a rate and a review over on iTunes share this episode with somebody if you feel like they would benefit from hearing what Aisha had to say today then maybe share it send it to them Um, and yeah thanks so much for tuning in I appreciate your time see ya bye